Well, the U.K. has defied pressure from the U.S. with their decision to let Huawei play a part in building the 5G network there in Britain. Prime Minister Boris Johnson announcing yesterday the controversial telecom company will play a limited role in building the brand new 5G network. Let's welcome in David Shipley, 640 Toronto cyber cybersecurity expert. He joins us now with more on this here on Global News Radio. David, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, let's first of all just kind of explore this decision by Britain a little more, uh, if we could. Uh, when we say Huawei will be playing a limited role, exactly what will they be doing for Britain when it comes to the 5G network? So what they're, what they're arguing is that by allowing Huawei radios and receivers at the edge of the network to be part of the solution, they can enable their telecommunications providers to lower the cost, get the 5G rollout done, but prevent Huawei's equipment from being at the so-called core of the network where it could access uh, copious amounts of uh, personally identifiable information or be overly relied upon in the event that uh, you know, relations with China turned hostile. So they're playing a very carefully sort of worded game of risk management, but it's it's not a game solely based on the technology. They're also thinking about complex geopolitical and mostly economic concerns. Yeah, this is a really, really uh, interesting story as it continues to unfold, because you're right, this is not just about technology and establishing a, you know, a newer and faster uh, internet. And have they kind of got, do you think, the best of both worlds here, Britain, that they're able to leverage kind of Huawei's technological know-how and I guess uh, their economies of scale, uh, as it were, to make it uh, affordable to get 5G into the country? Yet, on the other hand, they're not giving them complete control of it. No, I think they've made a half-baked compromise of which the consequences are unclear but could be severe. Um, I think they realize that they have to get trade with China. I mean, Germany said it bluntly a couple of weeks ago, if we ban Huawei, which is China's Apple, we're never going to sell cars again in China. And so they have made the calculus that their overall economic risk in the near term is more tangible to them than the possible risks that could result from a Huawei uh, spying or if the infrastructure was turned hostile in a conflict. And these are politicians doing what politicians do, which is look for their near-term interests in getting reelected. Um, I mean, we stop and think for a second, this is also part of the normalization of relations with China, which is still a communist dictatorship controlling their population um, with an unparalleled surveillance capacity and is getting increasingly bold and flexing its muscles. So, you know, it's a real risk, kick uh, kick the ball down the field, but this is the same thing they're doing on climate change and every other major geopolitical complex issue. Okay, is there anything that Canada, David, can learn? Because uh, we're still looking at the 5G network here, obviously, and uh, whether or not uh, Huawei is going to be a part of that. And, you know, our political situation is even more complicated than the UK's when it comes to uh, China, with, of course, the Huawei uh, CFO in custody here and uh, the two Canadian uh, prisoners uh, over there in China. Well, there's a couple of things. We've got some near-term experience with what happens when we upset China, and we felt it badly in our farmers. So are we really going to put more sectors of our economy at risk um, when the next spat arises with China? And um, we felt that pain. At the same time, we have the exact same economic consequences that uh, cause Europe to blink. Um, We've got the reality that we want to do more trade with China. So are we really going to thumb our nose at them for this? I suspect we're going to get the exact same uh, answer back out of uh, this government that the UK, Germany, and the EU have done, um, that they'll limit the role, they'll pretend they've managed the risk, and uh, hope for the best. 
All right, Canada now the only member of the what's known as the Five Eyes Intelligence Group that has not decided what they will do in regards to uh, Huawei. So are we on the clock? Is the clock ticking here? Well, I, I certainly know the carriers are feeling the pressure because all of their plans are up in the air. And I do have sympathy for the carriers that invested in Huawei technology. We're talking billions of dollars worth of investments. And now, you know, these are publicly traded companies. This is starting to get really material and concerning for them. Um, so they need to know what direction are we going to go in. Um, so the clock is ticking. At the same time, are we genuinely going to give the green light to Huawei, reward them massively economically, tie our future to them, when we still have two Canadian hostages? in China. Is that really? And I think that's probably what's got this government really in a bind as far as it probably really wants to go with the decision of the UK and the EU. Um, But it has this also terrible optics. Joined by our cybersecurity expert, David Shipley. David, we also wanted to talk to you about the information that is going around on the internet right now regarding the coronavirus. Unfortunately, whenever there's a uh, health emergency, a health uh, crisis, uh, you know, a lot of people want to try to help and get out good information, but sadly, there's some people that try to exploit that and to use that for their own uh, gain. Just how big of a problem is it becoming misinformation regarding coronavirus online? Well, I mean, just from casual observations in Canada, I've watched very closely the situation where someone faked a uh, website page screenshot from Ryerson University and caused quite a stir to that community, um, saying that uh, falsely saying that uh, potentially two students had been infected, um, and it resulted in quite a bit of conversations on social media, official communications back from the university, and no clear yet understanding of why someone did this. Was it just for the kicks? Was it for someone that wanted to sow concern? Is this the 21st century's answer to a student pulling the fire alarm? None of which is clear to us, but the consequences can be quite severe. Yeah, I've seen some reports as well that people are offering so-called vaccines online for this. Yeah, and this this feeds into the entire fake news, uh, disinformation, commercial industry that exists. Um, you know, we look at different sites like Infowars and others, and you understand their business model is actually about saying, selling uh, snake oil cures for things. Uh, that, yeah, so that doesn't surprise me. The reality is people rely far too much on social media to stay connected with what they think is news. And the reality is the only ones uh, who should be consulted about the coronavirus are public health officials through well established, well-regarded media channels because the rest is so easy to game and so hard to spot the fakes. So is that the best way that the individual can protect themselves? If they do go online, make sure you're getting that information. Uh, You know, it's kind of one of the first rules of journalism. Check your sources. Make sure you're getting it from a trusted, reliable source. Exactly. And in fact, we all have to be better and more responsible consumers of information. And the other thing, in addition to, you know, checking your sources is don't repeat uh, rumors. You know, as, as a reporter, we were always taught, like, you've got to source it, find multiple sources, corroborate it before you put it out there. And this instinct we have to like and share and retweet and put out these things is what causes them to have such big damage and impact. So think before you share as well. All right. Good information. David Shipley with us this afternoon. David, appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're always welcome.